art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Good evening, Gata. Good evening, Colleen. And welcome to a special edition of the Romance Bar. I know we haven't been in your feed, like a new episode hasn't been in your feed since like a couple weeks ago. I mean, because we are, we usually try to be weekly, but um, technology has gotten the better of Gata. I'm sorry. I'm just play Gata. Um, I mean, it happens to the best of us. Um, just... I mean, it's it's not really that it's gotten a better view. It's just when 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 it rains, it pours. Would be that. Yeah, my cat happened. <laughs> That's what happened. My cat broke my tablet, which I used to record with. Then my computer stopped working, <laughs> and then life happened. You know when you get burned out. We were just talking about this. Yes. We, you know, as everyone else, just got burned out by everything by life by work by everything and we needed and then my cat broke everything i have so <laughs> we needed to take a minute and uh that minute turned into more than a minute and um and now we're back so i think for both of us is we don't want to just talk about no- nothing and we don't want to give you we don't want to half ass it as they say no excuse my french oh. Um, Pardonnez-moi. Um, <laughs> oh, see, even and... Gotta gives you the accent. I just give you, I am the American voice in your ear. <laughs> and so. we just want to, we want to, you know, we want to give you good content as they, as, as you know, influencers talk. Yeah. Um, good content. Right. Uh, and... We just want to want you people to come and listen to great conversations. Well, and also, there's a lot of shit going on in the world, in case anyone's... Yes, excuse, uh, you know. Yeah, part of my French channel. Oh, exactly. Um, there's a lot of that There's happening. a lot. So Rules much. changing, so like, everywhere. Things are happening, you know, that are beyond our control. And it's just like, you know, and, and that's how we kind of started the podcast of, like, there was a thing going on that was out of our control, so let's try to make... Uh, a bad thing better and be the escapist which is why uh which is part of tonight's topic i feel of what makes a romance a romance novel is really what we're going to get to tonight of like because the genre has changed and god and i've talked about this many times in previous episodes and if you're new to the uh pod or you're like oh hey um from the original like Fabio on the cover to now or even like from when we started this podcast I think it's still it's still ever evolving of what gets classified as a romance but the main reason to read them is the escapism I mean most reads are escapism but romance you you know you're gonna get that happy ending and we want to be that happy and you know like have that you know, you know, all right, this is going to be the 40 minutes where I get to listen to two people talk about something that I love 
and you know that's what we want to continue to be so um obviously we we our our episodes have been through some changes they're probably going to go through a couple more um until uh you know and we're happy to have you dear listeners along with us for the the evolution of the romance bar if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as i'm if looking at a picture of a dinosaur um my husband's computer uh the our our producer extraordinaire is not going to be with us in this episode um but he will be joining us in future episodes as always um because scheduling conflict on his part how dare (laughs) i know know. yeah it happens to the best of us but um but yes i know gato wanted to talk about the how much the the romance genre has changed you've been reading romance a lot longer than i have and I think we said that on the first episode. What do you think has changed from, like, when you first started to now? Like, one big drastic change. I think the... Okay, so when we first... We want to talk about old romance. It, the culture where it was written was different right mm-hmm. culturally as a as a human society we were different mm-hmm. and so the uh, the writing uh showed that so basically like it's okay it was it was ridiculous like there are some books that i've read um in the past where violence against women was fine because you know she was hysterical mm-hmm. um rape was considered okay because it wasn't looked on as rape but it was like oh she's okay with it after the fact mm-hmm. like he had to do it because he was like so in love with her like it's okay um sexual assault was okay mm-hmm. um a woman being uh treated you know like it was just weird but it was okay because that was the culture that was society right right so what changed is that as we got evolved and as women got louder in there in saying hey no that's not okay um and laws changed and definitions of things changed the romance cha- genre changed as well um we we talked about this between us there's some um like the duke uh what is it the bridgertons yes the first book the duke and i Mm-hmm. that was okay the scene mm-hmm. between her and the duke was okay when we first read the book now in the 21st century gaze that's not all right consent no and consent is very important and if to refresh people's memory if no one or if you only watched the show um and you didn't read the original source material and um a shift if you will if uh so usually rape i mean we hate to say it in a lot of people's minds usually thinks it's the male being the aggressor in the situation in this instance it's actually the female being the aggressor in the situation she's taking advantage of a drunken man who happens to be her husband and she knows full well what she's doing and she makes a decision of like well he's drunk i'm going to take advantage hmm <laughs> And she does that. And it's just like, you get, you're like, and at that point, and I remember when I was reading it, I was like, we're supposed to be like, I think 
it, it, it was a disconnect for me because it's like, okay, here I am. And, and like, we've talked about this on other episodes that like where, um, why, uh, representation is so important it's like but you're also you're identifying like as the as the female reader you're identifying with the female in the book to a certain Mm. degree and she goes and does this horrible thing and you're just like wait a minute i was i was rooting for you i was identifying with you i understood where you were coming from and then you go and do this yeah and you're just like it it takes you so out of the story on, you know, and you're just like, ah, oh, that's so very jarring. <laughs> and yeah. obviously they changed it for the TV show because that scene was not going to be palatable to anyone. Um, and it's just so, it's just, it's very, and I think we, we talked about this, um, you know, uh, let, you know, a couple, the last episode when oh, um, we, this, the yeah. scene that got taken out of a, a rape scene that got taken out of a book because yeah. of the backlash that it received and it's just like oh okay you know because backlash only i think maybe the author went back and i think she gets feedback from everyone all the time she's mm. really good at that which is why she's a, a huge like a, she has a huge following mm. um but like it's because um she's she She's also a human being that grew up in a certain mm-hmm. um, society and evolved with the, um, you know, with us as well. So she, it could be from her own self that she she wanted to edit this out because they did release a new edition. Mm. So it must have been edited, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So that's that's I think that's what happened. I think it was more of an edited, um, and uh, what do you call it? An editor take. Right. It was, it was, um, it was a re, a recut draft, I guess, maybe that's, um, well, you know, and as you're talking, I'm thinking about, you know, uh, I was watching, you know, uh, a romantic comedy earlier and I'm like, how much, a lot of like the, okay, so I grew up loving John Hughes movies, Breakfast Club, one of my favorite movies as a kid, I could my sister and I could quote that movie verbatim. Watching it now, you're like, oh, there's a lot of cringy parts in that. Like, a whole bunch of cringy things. Like how the guy you kind of, you know, the bad boy you're rooting for does a lot of disgusting things to Molly Ringwald's character, and you're just like, wow. I grew up not questioning any of what was happening here. But now, obviously, with my, you know, um, 30-year-old self, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's not cool. But again, that was perpetuated at that time, so it was deemed okay. And it's just, you know, now things have definitely changed. But do you agree with my statement earlier that what makes a romance a romance is it has to have a happy ending because i feel that's been a topic lately oh yeah i was gonna you know what okay i think i've had twitter like huge twitter conversations with um colleen like we not on twitter but about twitter (laughs) Um, (laughs) the amount of conversations we have about social media (laughs) between just you and i because we don't want it (laughs) <laughs> doesn't include the other people we talk about it with but anyways 
So this is what would happened. The pandemic happened. 2020 came upon us. Yes. And everyone stayed home. This is my own theorizing here, but I think, you know what? I'm right. So take it as a fact. Anyway. <laughs> take it as a God effect. <laughs> um, people stayed at home. And they could only do a couple of things. They could go outside and walk. They could stay home and watch TV. And they could read a book. Right? Right. And a lot of people read books. A lot of people were like, you know what? I watch all the movies. I want to read a book. Because maybe that's, you know. And of course, for book readers, this was heaven. Like, mm -hmm. oh, me staying home and reading all the books I want? Yes. Right. Also, there's a huge new generation of readers that joined in. And TikTok mm. took over um, social, like it was the top social media right. platform during the uh, pandemic because that people did a lot of weird, stupid things on it, and it was fun and it was uh, disgusting, and, and it was. And they still are. Yeah, they still are. But at that time, it was just the thing that people needed, not me, but the thing that people needed. And when they started reading things think what people confused a rom-com love story with a romance mm. and it started to spread oh this is a romance it's great they identified a lot of fiction mm -hmm. it's romance but it's only fiction right love stories are not romance books romance right. books are not love stories they're not women fiction they're not stories about girl trips to the beach like devils wear prada devil Whereas Prada is not a romance. No. If you think, it's, excuse me, if you think Andrew, uh, Adrian Grenier's character is worth anything, stop listening right now. Because yeah, he is bye. a horrible, horrible person. He, she needed to be alone at the end of that. She did not, he did not deserve her. Uh, no. Continue. <laughs> um, but as someone who's been reading romance for a very long time, and um, as not only me, I'm not the only person that's saying this, everyone mm -hmm. in the business, in the romance business saying this, a romance has to have a happy ever after. Yes. So when you go to a bookstore and you find a book in there, in that section, you expect it to have a happy ever after. You're not there to read a drama. No. You're not there to read love story the hero dies at the end no you're not there to read um a story about two people that do not end up together right that is not a happy ever after i don't know if they're happy alone that's great but that's still not, not... a happy ever after right. right okay so there's one particular okay so because the way social media has changed and because everything like you know like influences itself so now I don't have TikTok, but uh, Instagram. I do, unfortunately, I do. It, good, you send me all the videos. I'm not. I'm refusing. I do. I do send you all. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, just like uh, so now, I I watch a lot of Instagram. So now, um, because dogs have been on the brain, I get a lot of uh, golden retriever dog sound videos. Um, so feel free to send me more of those um you hear that you hear that please send me more of those videos because they are the rays of sunshine that they need to be and of course a lot of food and knitting videos <laughs> but there's also because reading romance books i get like oh these are my five favorite rom like five favorite uh romances 
you know, that, you know, uh, that I'm still thinking about. There is one. Or the best romance in the world. Right. Or the best books you'll never put down. Right. Or these books are so underrated. And I look at it and it's like, oh, give me more. And it's this one particular account and it's the same three authors. And I'm just like, okay, two of them, I will agree are romance authors. One is not. And one book I talked about on uh, our, you know, top five favorite books that we read in uh 2021 which is the seven husbands of evelyn hugo that is not a romance novel i said that it is not it's not romance happens in it there is a wonderful love story in there it's very complex it's not a romance novel because guess what spoiler alert doesn't have a happy ending no no doesn't have like what Okay, now granted, there are books that we discussed on this podcast where I know, I'm like, why did these people end up together? They shouldn't have. Like, the way the Duke and I ended? No, they should have gotten divorced, in my opinion, the way the book ended. Just saying, after that whole thing happened, I'm just like, I'm not okay with it. Um, but... Book? But the in the book. I'm just saying, because I'm like, ew, you know, like, they deceived each other. <laughs> You need to forgive them for that. I know. I know. Okay. With the season two approaching, it's just bringing up all those feelings. Okay, Gata? I'm sorry. I will. I'll get over it. It's all right. Not every, I understand not everything can be marrying Winterborn or Devil in Disguise. Oh, Lord. Many other things. Devil in Disguise. I'm sorry. I really love that book. Um, (laughs) it did not disappoint me. I might be alone on that. <clears throat> I might be alone. No, no, no. You're not alone. I love that book. Okay. Um, it was definitely worth it. Um, even though I knew what was going to happen, I didn't care. Um, <laughs> I still enjoy That's the thing. Like, even though you know what's, how it's going to, like, play out, you still enjoy reading what's going to happen. Like, how it's going to play mm-hmm. out. Like, you know what's going to happen. See, it, even that's the thing. Like, you know what's going to have a happy ending. You you want to see how it's going to play out and you're like oh man and like especially when it gets to like oh man how is it going to play out like because there's only like 30 minutes left of the audiobook or like there's only like 30 pages of the book how is it going to figure out and then somehow it miraculously does and you're just like wow this author is really good because they they had me in suspense like they had me believing for a snap moment that this was not going to work out yeah <laughs> and then it does the it and, does yeah and then it does and i feel like like, I agree that there, maybe it's with the change of, like, this whole, like, new adult. There isn't, okay. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm let me here. Let me say this once and for all, and Go I ahead. hope no one is going to come back at me with this. Say it with confidence. Don't know but... what the hell is new adult is. We're not new. Adult is an adult. Don't say new adult because you're like, oh, but they're young adults, but they're not yet. No. Hmm. Listen to me, people. Listen to me. There is young readers. There is young adult readers. There is adult readers. The minute you hit 17, 18, you can either read a young adult book or you can go right ahead to the adult section. You're an adult. You make, you're about to, you know, you make your own choices in life. Like, that's it. Um, I know here 21 is the drinking age, but like, and is it 18 that you get to vote? Yes. Okay, you're 18, you get to vote, you get to choose what to, you want to read. Um, you also can go buy a lotto ticket. 
Um, exactly. Yeah. But I think, but to me, it's like you're you're making a genre that doesn't exist and has nothing to it because that's like what these people calling it on social media. Like I'm gonna attack because there's no genre that's called new adult or dark academia. Dark yeah. academia is gothic. Yeah, I gothic. Don't... I'm sorry. Hello, where were you living? Come join us here. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. Dark academia. I'm like. Dark it's gothic literature. Right. I'm just like okay. It's been, oh, it's for it's been here for hundreds of years. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, let me give you an example. Turn of the Screw. Henry James. Gothic. Um, uh, I don't know. Frankenstein. No. Jane Eyre. I would say might be a gothic tale. Yeah, it's got flash okay. love story. Flash <laughs> classic Speak- literature. Speaking of uh, Jane Eyre, I finally finished a book that I started like two years ago. Oh, no. And it's the, no, it was the retelling. It was a retelling yeah, of Jane yeah, Eyre. Yeah. It's just like I finally finished it. And it had this part in there where it quoted the Princess Bride. I nearly cackled so loud at six o'clock in the morning. It was glorious. And I was just like, I'm so glad I finally finished it. But what was so funny about it is, like, it's pointing out, like, the certain problematic features of Jane Eyre. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, the fact that uh, Rochester, is a li- Rochester is a little older than Jane. And, uh, you know, he had his wife locked in an attic. Um, that's, you know, that's not warning signs. And <laughs> anyway. That is not problematic at all. No. It's okay. I mean, I, I would still choose uh, Edward Rochester over a Heathcliff any day. Oh my God, yes. Um, at Heathcliff, hundred percent. Yes. So, but yes, like or um, ha- like uh, House on Haunted Hill isn't that more like a gothic? Oh yes, it's uh, it's more horror than gothic. Yeah. But yes, yes, um, it has that aesthetic, right? Yes, That's what you call it now. Yeah, the aesthetic. Yeah, that it has that. Um, I just think that listen, you read what you want to read, but yes. let's be clear. Right. Don't hijack a genre because you don't want to call it a romance because you want to make yourself feel better because that's what's happening. I I think there's a lot of people ashamed of what they're reading, and they don't want to admit that they read romance books. So they need to call it something else, and they need to include other things into it to make themselves feel better. I'm sorry, no, thank you. We are very proud of what we read, and yes. we're very happy about the books we read, um, and we're okay with the way it is. We don't need it to be drama. We're, we already have drama in our life. We read right. romance because it has a happy ever after, because it has, because we know things are going to be all right. Right. And especially- I think for a lot of people, I'm so sorry, but no, I think okay. a lot of people who has anxiety in their life, this is a great book for you, a great genre for you, oh. no matter what happens. No matter what happens in the book, the ups and downs, everything, know at the end of this, things are going to be okay. And and that makes me feel better. And, and that makes me not as anxious as I, you know, I could be. Right. And where in so many other things where so many things are uncertain that it's like, why wouldn't you want to search out the books? Like, great. If you don't, if you're looking for books that don't have a happy ever after, like, the person ends up like they, like they did have this great love but they don't you know but they separate you go ahead there's there are tons of books out there for you 
just say don't come to the romance genre thinking oh you're gonna find that here that's not what that's not what it like this is this is here for the happy ending um i really wish i know i talked about it probably when we started this podcast but there was an article written about how the romance novel saved the american housewife this is back you know when like romance novels were kind of really you know be, they were supposed to be yeah. the very quick page turners that they are. Again, as like this escapist thing, like where the the stay at home mom, you know, she didn't have a whole lot of time to because she was taking care of the house, taking care of children, cooking, cleaning, you know, doing fifty thousand things. You know, now obviously in the twenty first century. The moms she's are, still doing that. She's still doing that, plus having an actual job. <laughs> she wants to have a book that's going to have a happy ending and is is a page turner. Like, she wants... Yeah. I mean, there there's a... I mean, I think we've also talked about when we first started the podcast, too, of just, like, sometimes you want a book where you're like, okay, this is just one and done. You don't want it as part of a series. And that's yeah. fine. And um, I think we should strive to find more of those. I think now because people, so many people want books that are a series, so that way they can like get invested and like keep reading. Now, who is I forgot who I was telling it to. I said, "Oh, when you're done with that one, make sure you have the next one queued up." And they're yeah. like, "Oh no!" Um, like I said, believe me. I had to wait an entire year. You want to have the next book ready at, you know, at the ready. Um, oh, I was telling uh, John's friend Trish, who's reading mm-hmm. The Black Dagger Brotherhood. She's on Revenge's book. And I'm like, get the oh, next book. Revenge. Right. I said, get, I said, get the next book. And she goes, no, because, like, I, I don't, like, because of how long it takes me to read with the library. I said, make sure you just have the next book on hand because... I, I like I didn't want to tell her about the cliffhanger, but I'm like y- you just you're gonna need it. <laughs> you'll yeah. you'll thank me. Just just take my word for it. Because I and I laughed because I said I remember when we first started when we first started reading that series. That book was just coming out or had just come out when we picked it up, and we're like, oh man, now we have to wait a whole year. Yeah. We did that. We did that for years. We would read the book and wait for years. Like right now, I'm waiting for Sarah J. Maas to write me the next book. And I'm like, why did I do that? I didn't read um, her the other series, the Crescent City series. I just yet. bought the first book. And it, yeah. and I'm excited. Um, I didn't read it because I'm like, I'm not doing this to me. She does this. She does this <laughs> thing where she hooks you in and then she gets you hooked and you're like where's the next book i can't live you know i no, i can't sarah thank you but no thank you um i'll wait well okay um, so now i was talking about this now this is a different topic somewhat in the similar romance so now like romance novels like for those of us that are dedicated to a series and <laughs> we will be happy to buy the book in the hardcover whatever format it comes in we're we're gonna be happy to buy it because we support yes. that author or like we have a collection going so we want to have it all great however so there is one series um we might discuss it on the podcast but there it i think i don't know if she's independently published but they're expensive and it's just like it, it's like oh wait it kind of like 
you're hesitant to say it just now came out in paperback but it's just like oh man when it's expensive like everybody was talking about this book but you're like oh man this is gonna like this is a lot of money to invest in case you're unsure if you like it or not if you're gonna like it or not <laughs> of just like oh like That's serious uh i i i will discuss it off off the pod because oh, okay. i well, because I, I think we will oh, be covering no, okay. it because it just came out in paperback, so it's easily accessible. And that's the other thing that when we were starting this podcast of, like, we understand that people from very, like, great, if you have unloaded buckets of money to spend on books or that's what you that's what you splurge on, that's what you say, go right ahead. But, you know, we also, I think... The, the joy of the genre is a majority of the books like we or the majority of the books that we cover on the podcast we tried to find that are like accessible to a bunch of people like you don't have to go di- digging because again when you're going digging for certain books it's like oh man it's only available on this well I don't have that or it's not available at my library kind of a thing because I know we hear that sometimes too of like oh it's not available here because oh we luck out because we're in, in the tri-state area so we have you know there's a good chance that it's going to be in ours but it's not a good chance that it's going to be in somebody else's so um i think the joy of the romance genre is the accessibility i would have to say yeah. of like guess what or um of how an inexpensive it is also to other books usually they are um you know a paperbacks and not hardcovers Right. Um, usually you have um, um, like you have an ebook that's much cheaper, so you can purchase that. Right. Uh, there are more deals on romance books and, and mystery books, I should say, than mm. any other genre. Um, it's just very accessible, and also you know you can you can afford it. Right. You can. It, it's available in all the libraries because let me tell you librarians know what's good you know what people want so it's available in libraries can can i segue to the library for a small okay so you if so dear listeners that have been listening for a while uh you know that gotta finally got me hooked into the office and i have binged it i've watched episodes multiple times now at this point we have now started we have now started parks and rec yes Okay, my one beef is, why do they hate the library so much? <laughs> do you know why? Okay, I've, we just finished season two. Did, did you go into the library yet? Did you, have you stepped foot in the library? Oh, on the show? No. Oh. You mean when we meet? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's but I'm saying the that's the whole reason they hate the library, just because of her? Yes, yes, because she's evil. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. I'm she, like, it's just she of... ruined. She lo- ruined the library for the rest of us. Okay, um, all right. I'm just saying. I'm like, man, library. They're joking because librarians usually are the best. Like you know, they're stereotype. Like they're yeah. <laughs> they're changing the stereotype from this. You know, they they always put librarians as boring and old. And I'm like, you're kidding, right? These women are badass, and uh, these men librarians I don't know. are badass. Yeah, um, I, those although, people in general are badass. So they made her look like a crazy person, which I found find hysterical. I well, I find it hysterical because of who plays. Because no, yeah, that's I, like an I, added yeah, level. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
Next to, uh, okay, I'm sorry. What were we talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. I segued into Parks and Rec, um, <clears throat> hating the library. No, but of just how if you go to libraries that, you know, these are the. Um... Oh, yeah, how accessible the books are. The other thing is, and I don't want to start a war. Because I think the word, the world needs to stop, you know, and, and. Um... No, we're, we're here telling truth, gotta. Go ahead. Yeah. Tell the truth. <laughs> Tell your truth, Gata. The other part of it is, um, I don't know if you saw it. I have to forward this to you. I think don't go after authors who've been doing this for a long time. You don't like their books. That's fine. Right. Someone like a legend that we call a legend. She's a legend for a reason, dude. Right. Like she's, she's not here to fight you. No. She's, she's not here for your own like definition of what is um, a genre and what's uh, um, you know you don't define that person's work because you just got introduced to it and you think you know mm. respect the author that's been doing this for a long time that is known and renowned for their work because it's absolutely fantastic and I'm gonna say this because I don't care. So someone like posted on Twitter and I really don't remember who some sort of weird attack and I cannot believe it because I got so upset on, on Beverly Jenkins. Oh. And I'm like, are you kidding me? She's like, oh, that person doesn't know how to write um, um, freaking American black romances. I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, okay. I will. Sorry. No, I'm going to stop you right there just to say uh, the fact that Beverly Jenkins got a shout out on Comedy Central on The Daily yeah. Show shows you that woman is a legend. I'm just saying. She is. She knows. She knows what she's doing. She's a very she smart woman. I've read her tweets. She's, she's. She's like a legend. Like I would die if I met Beverly Jenkins. I love her books. And they're written so well and so intelligently and so cleverly. And you can, like, you're learning so much as you... So she does a lot of research, people. She does... She's not writing this um, for, for, to sell it for a dollar. Like, this is not a joke. So when people yeah. do that, I'm, it just... I'm, the reason why I'm saying this is because, again, it's this, this people that came off of the pandemic reading. And now they're, like, all these knowledgeable people know all about you know all about the reading and writers and what something is supposed to be i'm sorry but your definition of something doesn't mean anything no well okay it so... doesn't meet the criteria of what really you you so the person the tweet i got the person the tweet i can't speak to you guys today it's, okay. <clears throat> it's a monday so... when we're recording this <laughs> my god i'm so also like so exhausted but anyway um tweet was something to the effect of um, how soul food and history of black people are connected. And it is, 100%. It's so connected that you cannot not write a romance novel without having to talk about food and and how it connects to everything else. I think that's what she was um, talking about. Um, and don't quote me on that. But I think what I want to say is this. I, I kept going, we kept going to analogies like I in my head and it, none of them work. But 
think so, Beverly Jenkins, someone that does so much research, as we said, her books, she knows what she's writing about. She 100% um, does that research and goes into writing these stories based on a certain idea that she has. But so do all the authors. Having one aspect of history or one aspect of a culture not mentioned um, in one in, book, it, like in one book, um, as you said, you said that where it, it appears in another book. But I'm, uh, I want to also say it doesn't have to dominate the book. It doesn't have no. to be overly dominating the book. It's it's not this like it, it's the, the book is not about food. This is not about, you know, right. Um, this is an example. I don't I really don't know. Um, so she was the book is hold so on, she was complaining about like one portion of the one book she read by this by Beverly Jenkins and was basing her entire body of work on this one particular of like, I feel that, but I feel that's been happening a lot lately. And I know we, we joked about, there was um, one author on Twitter whose sales got boosted because somebody left a review of saying like, oh, this author generalizing this entire author's body of work because she didn't know how to write um, historically accurate romance novels. I think that was the comment, wasn't it, Gata? Um, I believe so. Something but, to that effect. There was too much sex to in the book. <clears throat> there was too much sex in the book, so the woman was just annoyed at that. And I'm like, okay, so she didn't think people had sex back then. How do you think, you know, we got to move forward as a people? Moving on. Oh, my God. <laughs> that. The other person, the other person, the way, there were two tweets. Within oh. a day of each other, oh. the other person was talking about how there is, why does it have to, why do you have to have um, people on the cover, shirtless, shirtless men on the cover? What's the point of that, right? I have to find the tweet, but I, I, that was like, I, about the Beverly Jenkins book or that was the other book about all of them. But then Beverly Jenkins tweets a cover of her book, which is fabulous, gorgeous cover. And then this other person who's not related to the thread comes and talks about how, um, the, like this, this uh, I think it was one of her covers where, the, uh, the hero was uh, white passing and it was in civil I think it was in it's a historical so you know either during slavery after slavery pre-slavery it has to be within that time right I'm right. sorry what what do you mean pre-slavery I'm sorry I take that back slavery um, or Recon after slavery reconstruction um, yeah rec thank you because I'm not from here guys it's okay um I'm the history nerd. I will help you as best Thank I can. Thank you. I will help you with world history. But I appreciate it. I am not that well versed. Um. I, I know a little. Um, so that's the cover. That's the book that she shows. And then she, she, one person is like, um, what do you mean this is a black, um, uh, black romance? is not like this is like an interracial couple and everyone is like ma'am did you read the book did you read the cover of the book do you know anything about the book judging a book by its cover 
you don't even understand what the cover is about. And then it was a whole thread. It was just crazy. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I will admit I have judged books by their cover, but not for that reason. <laughs> like, I'm just like this, the way the arm is on the cover looks like they did not do a good editing job. I will do that, but it's not, I'm like, but I feel, okay, I think, okay, romance, I feel, is the one genre you can judge it by its cover, but it's also, like, that's, sometimes the cover in a romance novel is what's going to draw you in, and that's usually why the shirtless man is on the cover. I could be wrong. I mean, not all, okay. all romance okay, books. Hold on. Have, I might edit this is that the out. tweet. This oh, is the yeah. tweet. Okay, good. Done. Who... This is the cover tweet. I will find the other tweet, but this is okay. the tweet. Wait, should we delete everything? Do we know. want to just start the whole episode all over again? No, 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 no. Okay. Let's talk about Twitter. Let's from the beginning of Twitter. We talked about... Oh, okay. I know. All right. I know how we'll... Re- we want to continue talking about this, right? This particular... Yeah, thing. yeah. We're talking about this cover. I can't find the other tweet. We won't talk about the other tweet. I don't want to... Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think I know you and I have discussed. Okay. Edit, edit, edit. We, John's going to have a lot of editing to do. Okay. I'm so sorry. Tell him it's like, <laughs> it's because okay. we're rusty. Yes. We're very it's rusty. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, so I know, I, I mean, like, Twitter has definitely, uh, well, social media, on the social media thread, uh, yeah. Twitter has definitely, there's been intense debates, and I know we've discussed about a lot of them on, uh, uh, let me tell you about the process, Deborah. Yeah. Let us call that one out. Um, and of course, I mean, come on, people tweet about how they feel, and I think, like, and I know, I think TikTok and Twitter kind of go hand in hand sometimes of like, oh, there's this whole thing on TikTok, and then it goes over to Twitter about certain things that happen um and i said i know there's one book we want to read for the podcast based on a tweet that got sent out about uh one author's review that she got it was like a one-star review because she was not historically accurate and there was too much sex in her romance novel but yeah, because people didn't do that no um no one had sex before now uh we don't know no. how we advanced as a society um nope. before test nope. tubes were invented <laughs> we're unsure <laughs> it was the immaculate conception um, it was you did not know that <laughs> um but yes i guess call what? them i call them twitter wars twitter yeah. wars because some... i want to go because it's like ridiculous there's this one person and i'm gonna read you the tweet but i'm not gonna tell you the handle okay um who the expletive, I'm not going to say it, decides to put a shirtless man on a cover of a romance novel. I think now this is a book, and think, no, this is a book people want to read in public. I just want to talk. I'm like, ma'am, I do. Okay. I would do it. What is and the, then, What cover is it for? Do we know what the book is? Oh, she didn't say what book. She just put it out into the world. And then Beverly Jenkins, my hero, tweeted her cover, which, by the way, oh my god, Colleen, we have to read this book, Nighthawk yes. by Beverly Jenkins. She tweeted the cover, and it's a cowboy, shirtless cowboy. Yes, yes, I think I saw, <clears throat> I think I vaguely recall this, and I was just like, I like oh the god. cover a whole lot. <laughs> and then, um, and then, 
course, the sales for I just would like to say that Beverly Jenkins tweeted the sales for Nighthawk rippled like it just <laughs> it went crazy and I was like, uh, yeah, I know why. Um, and then this other person. Well, like, on here the historic. Well, back to the historically. Oh, there's too much sex in the book. That woman, like she said, her her sales also tripled because of that woman's comment. <laughs> so yeah, thanks. Thanks for the free publicity. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a whole lot. So, go ahead, Kata. There then was this thing. other book, this other person. Um, so, everyone is, like, talking, hey, Miss Bev, you're the best. She is the best, by the way. She, she is. Bestest of all the best. And they're all tweeting all these covers of, you know, all these other covers of, like, girlless men. And I'm like, oh, yes. Anyways. So this other person comments, um, no one, no one going to talk about how all the shirtless dudes are white. Oh. And as a fledgling, I don't know what fledgling is. Fledgling author. Is that what? Like fledgling, yeah. like they're not, okay, like Beverly Jenkins is at her A game. Uh, fledgling would be like, you know, they're not doing so great. Okay. Um, I feel societal pressure to shoehorn in some generic sexy white dude as sexual interest um whatever whatever anyway so uh, uh, author another author an author of color tweets back a cover of a, uh, of a black person shirtless and it's fantastic Oof, rebecca with her spoon <laughs> hello oh <clears throat> and then she tweets more beverly jenkins which is like yes and this lady is like uh, re this is so recent, but like it was all Fabio. She's like, you mean thirty something years ago? Like, where are you living? Like, what's going on? Right. And anyway, the person then attacks one of Beverly Jenkins' cover because the guy is light skinned. And she ah. calls. Well, then if she wants to, if that person wants to, what is? Hold on, I don't want to. Um. Because all raise a good. She's like, but I'm starting to think the urge to make her leading lad a white dude gives the story a quaint retro-tinged theme. I don't know. The person didn't know what they were talking about, but basically um, have absolutely no idea the story, history behind the story, what's going on with the story. The The hero of that story was white passing. Oh, so he passed his... Okay. Yeah, so what like, I want to know what book passing. that is. <laughs> I can tell you. Hold on, I think. Um, hold on. Wait, speaking of that movie, didn't that movie get nominated for an Oscar? Or am I wrong? Um, I don't know what movie. It's called Passing. It's like oh, uh, it's um about two actresses who are like gonna you know like uh, talking about like how black actors and. Of the time, I'm like, trying no to pass off as white. Yeah, I get. I'll look it up later. It's not. The book is forbidden by Ooh. Beverly Jenkins. I'm adding this to my TBR. And let me tell you, the cover is so hot. Anyways, <laughs> <clears throat> anyways, um. Anyway, digging self into a bigger hole, as she argues, you, and it's not Beverly Jenkins answering back it's other authors oh good and i'm and i was gonna write something and then i was like take it back it's not your place but <laughs> i was like ma'am ma'am 
No, no. <laughs> so this is the other thing. It's these people who think they know what romance is, and then they're like, oh, this is not what we want. We don't want a person on the cover. Let me tell you something. I am tired of these weird covered uh, cover books that they're doing now. The the What do they call these covers? Oh, God. You mean like... Publishing? I should know this. Um, the variant covers, you mean? Yeah, so like... And and not I, I like the books, so don't attack me. Um, beach, uh, read like that cover, that kind of cover. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, beach right? read. Yeah. Yeah. Much... yeah. Like the anime, like a more animated cover, like yes, similar to like uh, red, white, and royal blue. Yes, like that. Didn't want to say red, white, and royal blue. No, but I'm I saying like that. But yes, it's... like that. That I want more of a, I want more of a traditional, cover. Well, it's like, gonna make me buy the book, and uh, I understand there's a lot of people now that read it, they are embarrassed of reading the book, they don't want the book to, show what's actually, well like, in it. okay so you, I think that's absolutely ridiculous that we're buying into it, but that's my opinion. Well, like okay, so there was this, so that like with romance. There was a phase when, like, Fifty Shades of Grey was coming out that they were changing all these covers to the books to be more like the Fifty Shades of Grey covers. Like, the Lone Mask and, like, um, like the, you know, like, you know, like that, it was like that shinyish cover. Like, it, if any, okay, you don't, you don't have to go read the book. You could put Google Incognito if you want to Google the cover of what Fifty Shades of Grey, like, if, not hmm. the movie covers, like the original covers of like yeah, the, the yeah yeah. Then they were imitating those covers because they thought, oh, you know, if people like these, they'll like this based on that cover kind of a thing. Now I agree with you. Like I okay, I not saying that I want to step away from the traditional covers. Okay, so the uh, cover of Bombshell, where it's just the woman standing by herself. Hmm. I really like that cover because she. I think it sums up what the book is of the fact that it's a woman who's assertive and that is exactly what that book is about. So I appreciate that cover. I like the cover that is going to, like for me, that this is me and my opinion of how I feel. Like if it's accurately depicting like the thing that the the book is going to be about, like in a, you know, in a certain way, like okay, you know there's going to be a shirtless man because it's a romance book because sex is going to happen in a book. There's going to be a shirtless person in there at some point, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. No. I mean, if you leave your shirt on, I don't judge you. But I'm just saying in these books, usually they're not. Now, I've also heard the problems of, like, people don't like it when it's just the torso. Like, they want either the full person or just leave it on. I'm like, okay, that's fair. I mean, everybody's got their own opinions about it, but it's like... The romance, like I said, romance is one of the few genres where I feel like you can judge it by its cover, but that's also the thing that's going to attract you to to be like, oh, that's a, like, it's a stunning cover, gonna go, oh, you know, like, you're there to be enjoyed, so it's like, you're gonna enjoy it, it literally enjoy it from cover to cover, I feel. Like, but it's also, you do realize in certain aspects, like somebody like a Beverly Jenkins, She's going to have a say in what goes on her cover. <laughs> she has reached that point of like, oh no, if she didn't like that cover, she'd be like, nope, do it again. 
I feel that's kind of where she is at her game because she's at her A game. I could be wrong. Am I wrong, Gata? Could, does no. She, she has the power to say, uh-uh, don't like it, do it again. Of 100%, if anyone has the power, it's Beverly Jenkins and Nora Roberts. Yes, and uh, J.R. Ward has also said, uh-uh. She's like, she's talked about, like, oh no, I want what she wants for certain covers. And, like, that, like that's great. Like, I hope to one day be at that level of, like, I can decide what goes on the cover of my books. And what does not go on the cover of this? Let me tell you something. Authors fight for what they care about. And if they care about the money... They don't care what you put on the cover. They don't care what you do with the book. They just care about what they get back. Right. If they care about their book, they'll fight for it. They'll fight for the cover. They'll fight, they'll fight for the color. They fight for the little tiny things on the cover. They'll fight for everything because that's their baby. It's what they made, right? So right. they'll fight for it. And Riley Jenkins is someone who does all of it because she's freaking awesome and if anyone comes after Beverly Jenkins. I, I know but see that's the thing I you know what I think that's the thing of it's just it's so evolved that we can have these kind of different covers like okay so you want the traditional covers there's nothing wrong with them I mean yeah uh the which I think I uh the book the rakis that we discussed that was a spin on, like, the traditional cover, because, like, she's, like, she's in the position of power on the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I think, like, if the, the, the books, the women are, in my opinion, if they're going to be the more assertive ones, I like them being a little more assertive on the covers. Like, if it's going to be the male and the female. That's just... A hundred percent. That's what I'm think. like. Like, that, uh, that change I'm all here for. Um, you know... That, but yes, you, they, but also romance covers are going to be, I mean, but I agree with you. The animated ones, like, I'm like, ah, it, like, they do, they're a beautiful job. They just, I, I don't know who's, dis, who's making I want something. people on the cover. I, yeah, well, cause that, like, it's, it, there's, uh, a, 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 there are appropriate books. Although, you know, it's like, it's just, oh, well, I was even saying this earlier, uh, cause, uh, someone was asking about like, oh, did you ever read this graphic novel? And I was like, I think there was a cover of one of those graphic novels that threw me off. And I just, I was like, but see graphic novel, the whole thing you're reading is going to be art. And if the art on the cover is not going to drag me in, I'm not going to like the art throughout. So that's a different, that's a whole different thing. Um, but, I mean, I feel that could be a whole other set of topics. But I feel next week we're probably going to end up reading a book, aren't we, Gata? I think so. I think we need to because we blabbered. <laughs> Blabbering. Um, it's kind I of think... what we do best. But I feel that's also why a lot of our uh, dear devoted listeners have stuck around as long as they have. Um, we, because... we also offered you a great writer to check out. Beverly Jenkins is If you have not. And if you have not read any of her books, you really have to. It's like a must-read if you're a fan of the romance genre. And we, I said a bunch of titles. And um, we did cover one of her books, um, which is our episode Rebel. Um, uh, that book basically got, like, five stars. As close to yeah. five stars as, you know, a book could possibly get on Goodreads. That book got it. So... A hundred percent. I would... Um, like... You know, read everything she ever writes. Please follow her on Twitter. She's a gem. 
Yes. Treasure. Um, the other thing I would like to say, yes, I'm telling, I'm like, yes, I'm being a little bit judgy, but I think I'm being also protective of a genre that I love, that I go to when, you know, that I cherish, that is, it, it's mine. It's mine and it's a lot of people's. And we welcome everyone. We're a very inclusive yes. um, group of people. And I'm including myself in this. But, like, we're very inclusive and we are diverse and we are trying to be more diverse. Don't try change what this is about. This is happy ever after. It will be happy ever after. And Great. shirtless dudes on covers are here to stay. That's it. Okay. I agree. I mean, unless the book is not a, does not have a shirtless dude in it, I don't think a shirtless it dude matter. should. Okay. Doesn't matter. Okay. If they're if, if okay, if we're being all inclusive, I mean, we should also have you know it's equal opportunity here. Gotta I think you know gotta have two shirtless dudes on a cover for certain stories. It really depends. Um. Um, and the one last thing I would like to say, I think it's on my list. Um, I think the uh, this is this is um, and the more you know kind of thing. Um, in the olden days, before everything went sky high in prices, when they used to print paperbacks, they used to print a step back, and a step back is when you open the cover of a um take a picture and we'll post it on our Instagram uh, when you open the cover and there is like a full like a two page a full on picture of the hero and heroine um, their story um, that's called a step back and they don't do that anymore it's very rare when they do a step back to any of the new books because you would have to pay for the models you would have to pay for the shoot um, it costs a lot of money to print because of the colors and all of this. It's like it's very expensive. Um, and in order to make money, they have to cut these things. But also, um, I really hope it comes back. I hope that, you know, one day oh. um, everyone can afford it because this is such a beautiful thing to have. I agree. Or, you know, I would say, like, that would be really good for... Because, you know, there are certain authors that do, like, the special edition ones or, like... Yeah, those two. Why not? But I'm saying, like, or do, like, a select amount of copies. Like, the copies that you're going to, like, wrap, you know, like, the ones that they have for, like, contests. Like, do it for those. Like, if you're only going to do a limited run. Like, or, hey, you know what? So many authors uh, raise money for charity and whatever else. Why not do it for that? Guess what? I get guarantee you. Self world hunger with that kind of money, I feel. <laughs> Just saying, because people would pay for it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. I guess. Um, but we promise you, uh, dear listeners, next week we will be reading a book. Um, we're going to discuss off air. Yeah, we can say that, right? Even though it's a podcast, we can say off air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to discuss off air. But I have a feeling it's probably going to be historical because, like we said, gotta this month, March is the month of content, of things to watch on streaming on regular television. There is so much stuff happening this month, Gata. Do you know what's happening this month, Gata, besides Bridgerton? Um, no. What else? Outlander is coming back. Okay. Ooh. Season okay. 6 is kicking off. 
Um, if anybody does want to watch the Kate McKinnon uh, Tiger King show on, Pe- on no, Peacock. No, don't watch that. I am going to watch it because it's Kate McKinnon. Thank you very much. No, don't I know. watch that. It's a stupid, stupid thing. And I'm not talking about Kate. I love Kate. But no, I'm only watching it for the Kate McKinnon factor here. Um, then there's also going to be uh, a, Mar- a new Marvel show, Moon Knight, coming out. Yeah, that's right. They just got free sponsorship out of me. Uh, <clears throat> and then the uh, that movie, The Lost City, with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, speaking of romance covers... Yes. Is coming out this month, as is the Batman. Um, I already got my tickets. Mm. So there's a lot I don't know of about the Batman. I we'll discuss that later, Gata. Uh but like I said, there's I, so I'm much like... content. There's so much content this month. I don't know how I'm going to try to read re- so see this is why we're gonna probably be lessening about the <laughs> books we read for a podcast because I have a lot of T V and movies to watch this month, Gata. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. You could uh, do it. I believe in you. You know what? Coffee's going to help. But until then, have a good night, Gata. Please follow us at The Romance Bar on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also email us at theromancebar at gmail.com. You can also contribute to us at Patreon slash ACPN. Thank you. We love you.